Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even though Doctor Who is basically the best thing since sliced bread, most fans will agree that the creators of the show don't always have a good day at the office. Yes, making TV on this scale is obviously a really hard thing to do, but we are allowed to criticise the show when we feel like it's warranted. And on that note, not every decision that the writers, showrunners, producers, or even the BBC as a whole have made has been a good one. Granted, this is a show about a floppy-haired alien in a magic box, so let's not act like any of this stuff is the end of the world or the universe. Still though, if we were in charge, we would have turned left instead of right when making these choices. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are 10 behind-the-scenes decisions we can't forgive in Doctor Who. 10. Cancelling Doctor Who Confidential When Doctor Who returned in 2005, it was accompanied by a behind-the-scenes programme called Doctor Who Confidential, a making-of series that delved into the production of each main episode of the show. Confidential was utterly fascinating to watch, giving us a meaty half-hour dive into the costumes, the stunts, the music, the locations, and everything else in between. And since it was usually broadcast immediately after Doctor Who had finished, a lot of fans got into the habit of watching the main show, then flipping over to Confidential. As a result, it was a dark dark, dark day when Confidential was binned in 2011, purely to cut costs. Fans were upset and disheartened, petitions were formed, and even notable Doctor Who creatives like star Matt Smith, plus writers Neil Gaiman and Stephen Moffat, were vocal in their disappointment over the BBC's decision. Though there have been looks into the behind-the-scenes content for Doctor Who, these shows have never been anywhere near as in-depth or interesting as Confidential was. All in all, its absence has been a real loss to the Doctor Who fandom. 9. Cancelling the Christmas Specials For the first dozen years of the revived series, watching The Doctor on Christmas Day was a tradition for Who fans everywhere, as well as everyone else who was drunk, overstuffed, and sat in front of the telly at 7 o'clock on December 25th. From 2005's The Christmas Invasion to 2017's Twice Upon a Time, we were treated to 13 hour-long specials, and while not all of them leaned into the Christmas theme too heavily, there was something magical about getting to watch a brand new Doctor Who story on Christmas Day, but those days are over. Over. Instead of a 2018 Christmas special, we got a 2019 New Year's Day special, Resolution, instead. And the following year, the special episode was dropped entirely. For the 2019-2020 holiday period, the big event was simply the premiere of the latest series, Spyfall Part 1. Considering the lofty heights Doctor Who's ratings achieved on Christmas Day, quite what motivated the decision to mess with the scheduling in this way is anyone's guess. Granted, there are many other factors at play here, but it really does feel like Doctor Who belongs on Christmas Day but alas, no more. 8. Crediting the Doctor as Doctor Who 
Okay, yes, this one is incredibly petty, and there's probably a good portion of the fanbase that doesn't even slightly care about a small detail like this, but come on! The inner Hoovian in all of us just cringes when you notice that the lead actor has been credited as, quote, Doctor Who. Because, as we all know, that isn't the character's name, it's just the name of the show. What's perhaps most odd about this issue is that it was actually corrected for the Peter Davison years, and then uncorrected for the 2005 revival. This irksome crediting was somewhat forgivable in those early, formative years of the show, but when it got to the Eccleston era, it's just bizarre. 7. Wasting Victorian Clara Rose Tyler, Martha Jones, Donna Noble, Amy Pond, Clara Oswald, Bill Potts, Yaz Khan. Notice the pattern? Every single one of them is a feisty young woman from contemporary Earth. Not that there's anything wrong with this, the majority of these companions are beloved within the fanbase, and rightly so, but it is a tiny bit disappointing that the classic era's wider range of companion types, from non-humans and androids and the occasional robot dog, has been pretty much abandoned. At one point, however, New Who almost diverged from its trope of giving the Doctor a modern-day Earth companion. According to Neil Gaiman, who wrote The Doctor's Life and Nightmare in Silver, Clara was originally meant to stay as the Victorian version of the character who we met in the 2012 Christmas special, The Snowmen. Based purely on the taste of her that we got in that episode, Clara's Victorian persona would have been far more interesting to watch than the modern-day version. Coming in after a string of the contemporary young women we've already had, a more old-fashioned Victorian governess would have been a refreshing change of pace. 6. Revealing that the moon is an egg. Doctor Who obviously requires some suspension of disbelief if you're going to enjoy it. It deals with a lot of ridiculous concepts, but for the most part, they're easy to accept, because we all know this is a sci-fi show and nothing should be taken too seriously. But Doctor Who really pushed how far some fans would keep that disbelief suspended in the series 8 episode Kill the Moon, with the frankly ridiculous revelation that planet Earth's moon is actually a giant egg. Even if you buy the fact that it took until the year 2049 for humanity to discover discover the fact that the giant orb in the sky, you know, the one we've been studying for decades, could be used to make an omelette, the way the newborn alien just immediately lays another egg that is the same size as itself was a beat too far. Anything's possible if it doesn't have to make sense, right? 5. The BBC intentionally spoils John Sims' return The revelation that Razor was actually John Sims' master hiding under a rubber mask was one of the best moments in the Series 10 finale, and one of the most mind-blowing twists in the entirety of New Who. Or at least it would have been if BBC hadn't spoiled it three months earlier. Yes, for some bizarre reason, perhaps in an attempt to boost ratings, the BBC actually put out a goddamn news story that spoiled Sims' return. The episode treats its master reveal as some sort of shocking plot twist, but for most fans it was anything but. Even those who managed to avoid the new story were spoiled during the Next Time trailer at the end of the previous episode, which included a full, unobscured shot of Sim as the master. Spoilers! It would have been a really cool surprise twist, but the BBC had other plans. 4. Colin Baker refuses to regenerate When it comes to tugging at the heartstrings of fans, regenerations are some of the biggest moments in Doctor Who, and because of this, these scenes tend to be among the most memorable moments in each Doctor's era. Colin Baker's sixth Doctor regeneration is no exception, but instead of being memorable for any positive reasons, it's only remembered because of how clunky, underwhelming, and flat-out bad it is. There's no epic speech or valiant final stand, and hell, we don't even get to see his face. Baker's Doctor steps into the TARDIS at the end of The Ultimate Foe, and then, at the start of the following episode, he's lying on the floor of the console room, face down and just 
dead. Someone turns him over and the glowy face we see is that of Sylvester McCoy, sporting a curly blonde wig to make him look like Baker. It's laughable, cringy and lackluster, and it is entirely Baker's fault. The actor was angry that he'd been fired from the role, so as a middle finger gesture to the BBC, he just flat out refused to return to film his regeneration. Baker has since apologised for this, calling the move selfish, but not only did he deny his Doctor a quality send-off, he also denied fans of his Doctor a chance to properly say goodbye. 3. Showing the Weeping Angels Move Ask any Doctor Who fan to name their top 10 episodes and there's a high probability that Blink will be on the list. There is so much to love about this episode, but on the whole, its strongest aspect is definitely its villain, the lightning quick, fanged and time displacing menace known as the Weeping Angels. And so, there was a lot of excitement in the air when it was announced that the Angels would be returning for a Series 5 two-parter. The resulting episodes, The Time of Angels and Flesh and Stone, are both really strong overall. While some fans prefer the small-scale horror of Blink to the bigger, more blockbuster approach seen in Season 5, this story is about as good as an action-focused take on the Angels could possibly be. But still, there is one hugely questionable aspect of their depiction in the two-parter, a short scene at the end of Flesh and Stone where we see the Angels move. Considering that the horror of the Angels lies in the fact that you never see them coming, literally since they can only move when you close your eyes, quite why Moffat thought that this was a good idea is anyone's guess. The episode would have been just fine without this inclusion, and hell, right after it happens, River teleports Amy away from the Angels, so why not just write the script so she gets teleported a minute earlier? It just shreds all the terror and mystique of the Angels for basic nothing. 2. Ending every spin-off show over the last decade, Doctor Who spin-offs like The Sarah Jane Adventures, Torchwood and Class have all either been cancelled or just ended. These shows expanded the world of Doctor Who with fantastic characters who were dealing with various alien attacks, and while The Sarah Jane Adventures can no longer continue due to the sad passing of Elizabeth Sladen, it's quite frankly annoying that the BBC doesn't tap into the unlimited possibilities that a Doctor Who spin-off could explore, either with Torchwood, Class or a brand new original series. With the breaks between Doctor Who seasons growing longer and longer in recent years, why not schedule a spin-off to fill in that gap, giving fans a constant stream of Who-related TV content throughout the year? Hopefully the return of Captain Jack Harkness in Series 12 is a sign that Torchwood may be revived, but we'll just have to wait and see. 1. Erasing so many classic episodes Doctor Who is one of the most iconic and beloved shows of all time, and considering how ridiculously popular it is, it's quite hard to believe that so much of it is missing. It was a common practice back in the early days of the show for the BBC to get rid of older episodes, ones that had already been broadcast, and while some of these gaps have been filled in by animated reconstructions, a lot of Hartnell and Troughton stories simply aren't available to watch in their original forms. It's extremely disappointing to know that there are some Doctor Who serials you just can't see. Granted, back in the 60s, the BBC didn't know how massive Doctor Who would go on to be, but still, the corporation's decision to exterminate so much footage is something we cannot forgive. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 